This is episode number 176 of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. We're so excited to have you with us on this episode of To Birth and Beyond. I'm Jessie Mundell, mom, kinesiologist, and fitness coach to pregnant and current moms. And I'm Anita Lambert, mom, pelvic health and orthopedic physiotherapist with a focus on women's health. On the show, we provide information and education on fitness, the pelvic floor, fertility, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and women's health. We offer a brave space to have candid and vulnerable conversations on the struggles and joys of motherhood, including all aspects of our physical, mental, and emotional health. While you're listening in, please remember that the information on the show is not meant to diagnose or treat any medical conditions. Please speak with your medical provider for all things related to your healthcare. We're so excited to have you. Let's dive into today's show. Hey, everybody. It's Jesse. I am hopping in with a quick announcement before we get on to today's show. I wanted you to know that I am hosting a brand new free live training for fitness and health professionals called Beyond the Kegel. It will teach you a comprehensive framework to supporting clients in their fitness and pelvic health. Because we know that this work is about so much more than only doing Kegels or modifying exercises or even diastasis recti. You must be competent in all of that. Plus, consider how you can help whole people thrive in their bodies and lives in this world. There will be two live sessions, Wednesday, May 26th at 12 Eastern or Thursday, May 27th at 8 p.m. Eastern. You are going to learn how to teach your clients and educate your clients on why doing hundreds of Kegels is not going to fix their leaking diastasis recti and pelvic organ prolapse symptoms. You'll feel more confident in addressing body image concerns with your postpartum people from a non-diet manner. You'll get more clarity on how you can strategize with clients to reduce their low back or pelvic pain in life and exercise, and you'll feel better equipped on advising your clients on returning to exercise and increasing intensity postpartum. Go over to the link in today's show notes to register for session one or session two, and I will see you there live. Hello, friends. Welcome on to another episode of the Two Birth and Beyond podcast. It's Jesse Mundell, and I'm solo with you today for this conversation on why returning to postpartum exercise is about more than only doing Kegels. So if you have been with us for a while listening to the show, you know that this is something that we have talked about and around many times before, but I wanted to get more specific for you today on what else is it about if returning to post-pregnancy exercise is not only about doing Kegels, then what else do we do? So I'm going to give you a sneak peek on the framework that I work from when coaching postnatal fitness clients from those who are mere weeks post-pregnancy to those who are many years. And this is really the framework that we take for every single client to some degree. So 
if you are a postpartum person and you are getting back into exercise or planning on doing so soon, you can use these four pillars for yourself in guiding yourself through this next stage of the journey. Or if you are a fitness or health professional, please use these key pillars for helping your clients and patients along as well. All right. So what tends to happen is that when people are talking to their medical provider, their doctor, their midwife about returning to exercise after pregnancy or birth, the most common advice is start doing your Kegels. And that is somehow magically going to be the thing that makes the return to structured exercise a positive transition and the body will be set and ready to go from those kegels. And while that might be the case for some people, often we need to talk about more things. So let's get in to the more things. All right. Okay. So number one of four, yes, we need to have some awareness and some focus on our core and pelvic floor health. And absolutely, this includes pelvic floor muscle training. And you can think of that as Kegels. Where we can get tripped up is when we get this advice to do Kegels and often this will come in the form of do 10 Kegels every time you go to a stoplight or every time you go to the bathroom and pee, try practicing holding that stream in the middle of emptying the bladder or do three sets of 100 Kegels per day, which all isn't the best advice for a lot of people's bodies and what they're needing for their postpartum pelvic floor. But do know that Kegels, and we'll talk through this more on what that actually means, but Kegels can be useful. Pelvic floor muscle training can be incredibly effective for postpartum people. So yes to the pelvic floor muscle training, and this can look like lots of different ways. And we can do lots of different things to elicit this pelvic floor muscle training. But it does not only look like Kegels in the sense of tightening your pelvic floor muscles, holding and doing that a bunch of times in a row. You can definitely try and test that and see what it feels like in your body. That's totally cool. What we're often missing, though, is the relaxation and release of the pelvic floor muscles when we are doing so-called Kegels. So what I would love for you to actually give a go with the Kegel or pelvic floor muscle training is finding that part of your body, building some tension or engaging those muscles, lift up. And then go ahead and release the tension in those pelvic floor muscles. And then you could try that another three to five times and see how you do. So note that I didn't tell you to do 100 reps of that because that is a lot. 
that is exhausting and it really isn't useful to be honest for most people. So for sure, go ahead and practice some reps of Kegel with that nice building of tension and then that nice release and let down of the pelvic floor muscles too. And more further in terms of understanding our core and pelvic floor health, I want you to have some understanding of how to build tension through the rest of the core in your abdominal wall, in the back muscles, in really the rest of the body. So know how and when to build tension through your core and pelvic floor muscles and how to release it. And what will be so key as you then take this understanding of how to build that tension in your abdominal muscles, in your pelvic floor when you need to, is how to match that tension to the task. As our mentor, Anthony Lowe, would say, match the tension to the task. And again, once you go back into exercise, into your workouts, you're going to want to have this understanding in your brain and your body on, well, how much tension do I need to build here in my pelvic floor and my abdominal muscles when I'm doing this side plank versus when I am goblet squatting 50 pounds. So those might be really different degrees to which you're building tension in the body. So we have other episodes on understanding how to build tension in the abdominal muscles and the core and how we can use the breath and body position. So we'll link some of those in the show notes for you. So you can go take a deeper dive on that. But number one, in returning to postpartum exercise, just know that absolutely we want to have some understanding and some baseline function of the core and pelvic floor, but that does not only mean doing Kegels or just contracting your pelvic floor muscles a bunch of times. Number two, I want you to build and practice physical strength. So whatever route you're taking of getting back into exercise, some practicing of building or rebuilding physical strength is really likely going to help you along in the physical healing of postpartum, whatever that is looking like for you. That could have been a vaginal birth. It could have been a cesarean birth. Whatever you are healing from at this point, know that some resistance or strength training can really help heal your body. Know that it can help you with the demands of parenting, the physical demands of parenting that might be occurring right now or will be coming. And also know that practicing some resistance or strength training postpartum can be a really accessible way to do exercise for many different bodies and in many different spaces in which you might be living in. One of the most common pieces of advice we tend to hear around postpartum exercise is to walk and to just keep progressively walking more and adding more time on. And that can be, A, difficult for people to fit that type of time 
into their life, for them to find a safe space to be able to do that type of walking. And B, it can be really tough on the body physically too. The demands of postpartum, if we're parenting a newborn, if we might be parenting a newborn and other children at home, we know that the physical demands of that can be quite a lot and you can be on your feet much of the time as well. Yeah, even if you're supposed to be resting, we know that there is just a lot of work that can come with being postpartum and parenting. So what I love about strength training for our fitness coaching clients is that we can get them into lots of different body positions, some that are perhaps even more restful feeling than the rest of their life might be while they are strength training and building muscles, but also so we can just load the body in many different ways so we can get them into lots of different body positions than what their tendency are tendencies are in the rest of their life. So I love building and practicing some physical strength as our second pillar here in returning to postpartum exercise. And again, it can just be a way that we can get lots of people moving at a level and intensity that can really suit you so specifically. Number three, our third pillar, is taking a size-inclusive mindset. So much of the conversation that surrounds postpartum exercise is on fat loss and weight loss and making the body smaller. So this erasure really of what your body has gone through and all the immense physical changes that it has undergone through your pregnancy and perhaps your birthing experience. We see this celebration of the pregnant body in our culture and often we don't see that type of celebration for postpartum bodies. What I would love to encourage you in is seeing if you can settle in to the body that is right now. I always think about my body as the current version of whatever it is and knowing that this version is going to change. And I think that's probably been some of the biggest lessons for me over the last gosh, six, seven years now of pregnancies and uh, postpartums and cesarean recoveries is that change is the thing that's going to keep happening. That's it. So the gripping to wanting to control my body to be a certain way, a certain size, a certain shape, feel, it's just really not productive. It's not a productive use of my time, but it's also just not possible because my body's going to do what my body needs to, needs to do. So might you be able to settle into this body that is the version that it is right now and know that it's going to change? And no, I don't mean that it's going to get smaller eventually. 
I talk about this with my fitness coaching clients a lot who are postpartum in that I'm not going to help soothe your discomfort around your postpartum body by telling you that it's so early, it's going to change, your body will get smaller again, it will feel like it used to, because I honestly don't know if any of those things are true. And further, why do we need those things to be true? So in taking a size inclusive mindset, as you go back to exercise, I want you to think of the reasons why you might be exercising that have nothing at all to do with making the shape or size of your body smaller. What else could there be for you? What else does exercise help you with, help you along with? And are those things worth it enough to keep going? All right, so for number four, our final pillar here, I want you to allow some ease as you think about returning to exercise and your workouts and the schedule and the routine. I really want you to allow some ease into that. Knowing that postpartum can be extremely stressful, even if you do not feel stressed. All right, let's say that again. Postpartum can be extremely stressful, even if you do not feel stressed. Even if you might have a baby who is sleeping wonderfully and like my two babies who slept 12 hours a night by 12 weeks old somehow so you might be getting a decent amount of sleep but you also might be getting very little sleep at this point I want you to see how you can allow a sense of ease to come into thinking about your workouts and maybe even in doing your workouts could you add a greater sense of ease there and extend this to the rest of your life where might you be able to allow some more ease right now and how how can that help you along in all the facets of your life all right friends so These are the pillars that might be helpful to you in thinking about returning to postpartum exercise and how that is, it is just so much more than only doing Kegels. So number one, quick recap here. Number one, yes, absolutely focus on your core and pelvic floor health and function. This will include some pelvic floor muscle training, but it does not include doing hundreds of kegels per day number two build and practice gaining some physical strength and this could be with resistance or strength training based exercise and just see if this can be an accessible way for you to move your body in a way that actually feels good number three take a size inclusive mindset when you are able as much as you are able See if you can view this body as not only a temporary thing, 
but that this is the version right now know that it's going to change see if you can maybe release the grips of control over it and number four allow some ease into your life into your mindset around your workouts and I hope that really can help you return to exercise postpartum in a way that is truly valuable for your health. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. You can find any links or resources we discussed in the show notes at tobirthandbeyond.com. And if you enjoyed today's show, we would love for you to leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe to the To Birth and Beyond podcast in iTunes or Stitcher. 